three, two. I'm going to take another one just to irritate you. Is it straight black coffee? Mm -hmm. Man after my own heart. Hi, and welcome to another edition of Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rip Crib. We're joined by head coach Josh Blankenship. This week, no players will be involved. That is fall break, so we'll just uh, back, go back and forth with head coach. Let's talk a little bit about the Big Speed game. Capri Harris, almost 100 yards on the ground. What makes him so special as a running back? Because it's not just his ability to get yards, mm -hmm. but he's a pretty elusive player as well. Yeah, you've got those uh, those athletic qualities that he has. You know, he's he's a long, strong, um, you know, physical and 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 quick, uh, twitchy kid. You know, he's got those natural abilities uh, that God blessed him with. But he's what he's really developed is that steady workhorse mentality that. Um, especially with the group that we have this year, and then especially going against that uh, that front that Bigsby has, it's kind of a body blow, body blow, body blow, hoping that you're able to slip something, and that's what he was, you know, what he's learned to become, and uh, obviously what showed up in that game was it was just chipping away, uh, trying to put a dent in it, trying to put a dent in it, and then uh, eventually popped that long one. You know, not just in the Bigsby game, but overall, I mean, he he also steps up to be a pass blocker mm. as well. I mean, how special is that for you? That you don't really have to teach him yeah. that. He knows what's in store for him. Yeah, we don't have a whole lot of that. You know, the guys behind him are very young, and that's kind of the, unfortunately, one of the last pieces a guy will, will be confident in at that position. Um, you know, there's a physicality piece there. There's a mental piece there of taking on – uh, yeah, it can be a linebacker, uh, which, you know, guy coming off the edge with full head of steam. But a lot of times it can be a defensive end that might outweigh a guy. And so the technique on, on you know, getting inside out on a guy is something that has to be developed. And Cabry's fearless at it, but he's also got the, the physical stature and stamina to, to go do that throughout a game. Tayshawn Jones-Wade, another mm -hmm. good game for him. He's becoming a playmaker that you can rely on. He's doing it on special teams. He's doing it on offense. He's doing it on punt returner. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot is thrown at at this young man. I, how special has he become so far? It's still uh, very special, um, but it's still early. You know, he's still very, very young. You know, we brought him up as a freshman last year with these kind of hopes and expectations and and really the last couple of weeks he's starting to to not only flash, you know, where people kind of get a glimpse of what it can be, but he's starting to do it consistently. Um, you know, two weeks ago against Westmore, he had uh, easily his best offensive performance, um, you know, against a really good corner too, which we were excited to see him do, um, which is an element of our offense that we've been missing too. So that, that really helps us as a whole. Um, and then again, did it again this week. Um, big catch, uh, you know, on a singled up uh, situation where it was a great throw by Coop, but it was a, a phenomenal catch. Um, had a pick uh, on defense. You know, he's playing full time both ways. And I think the only tweak we made um, was was I tried to get him off a couple other special teams because he's he's legitimately playing full time both ways. So he's going to be very special and we're starting to see little flashes of it i'm glad you brought up the catch because that mm -hmm. was into the wind and i mean mm -hmm. it was kind of an acrobatic catch i mean it reminded me of playing right field for, for baseball but i mean just his ability to catch that and make a big run out of it as right. well it's stuff that you can't teach necessarily it's just kind of god-given talent it's that and then it's uh you know just reps 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 and then doing it in a big moment you know hopefully the all the reps that you've been putting in at that uh start to produce and, and produce fruit and he's starting to see the production he's a incredibly hard working guy too so uh to see him having success is is awesome 
Let's talk a little bit about the defense. I, I know it wasn't exactly the way that you wanted to see this team right. play against Bixby, but the one thing I got to commend uh, our defensive line is, you know, they kept playing up the entire time. Yeah. They never faltered in the fact that they, they knew what was a, a task of them to defend this Spartan team. Break it down for me. I really was pleased with how we played up front. Like you mentioned, um, you know, we, we did not play well on defense as a whole. You look at the point total and that's unacceptable. Um, but then when you really evaluate the film uh, and you evaluate guys individually, guys in groups, um, our box really played well against the run, especially um, where we struggled was, was on the shots. We, we weren't containing anything in the back end. Um, you know, so it doesn't matter how good you're playing up front. If, if they're going to complete those big things on you and score as fast as they did, then it got out of hand quickly. Um, but when you go back and evaluate it, you know, our guys up front on defense, I think I've talked about them all year, but they continue to get better and better and better. And, um, you know, if there is, um, you know, one thing that you want to be doing your best going into the season, it's stopping the run on defense. And, um, you know, we're, we're closer than it looks and that, that sounds silly and cliche, but we really are. Um, we're going to see, uh, I think we're going to start seeing a little bit of Cooper Bates and Cabri Harris on the back end and on defense as well. Um, having Octavian back at running back maybe gives us a little bit more depth at back to be able to do that with Cabri. Um, so I think those guys will make an impact as well. Uh, was hesitant to do that early because, you know, that's our one starting mm -hmm. running back and our one starting quarterback. And, um, but it's, it's that time we're approaching playoffs. And so we'll start seeing what those guys can do to help us in the back end. Couple sacks against Bixby. Yeah. What's going through your head when you're, when you see your guys, you know, play that sound football to pick up the sack, because I know you want to congratulate them once they come off or yeah. whatever, but just going through the mindset of a player, because you're a former player when you see a guy pick up a sack. Uh, I mean, that's a potential game changing uh, play, you know? So uh, right now it's uh, celebrating every good thing we see, you know, and, intentional or reactive it's uh you got to celebrate those things um you know I'm, I'm more big picture in the middle of the game and so me going to celebrate with the guy is forced you know because I'm already thinking about the next thing and the next thing but um I love guys having those moments to to build on uh, especially if you're getting thumped in a game uh, it's good to find those things that you can celebrate I know we touched on Tayshawn Jones on the offense, but just his defensive ability. I mean, mm -hmm. he, he seems like he's becoming a complete player of what you were hoping for out of him. He's not yet either. Um, now he's he's still got such such room to improve, and that's not a knock. Like it's just that's the how high the ceiling is for that guy. But yeah, he's doing it in all phases. Um, there's a lot of guys that are. I mean, there's a, another young guy, uh, Deshaun Jordan, a freshman. That was the you know we were in a lot of twelve personnel because we're so thin at receiver right now. Um, so only having two receivers out there, but for the majority of the game on offense, it was Tayshawn and DJ, uh, you know, a sophomore and a freshman. And then they're both playing both ways. So DJ's also playing a bunch of safety and, um, you know, try not to do that to those young guys because their heads are spinning, but, but they welcome it and they're playing their butts off. I'm, I'm glad you brought that all up because there's been a lot of d different moving parts to this team on mm. offense and defense. I mean, how, how are these young guys responding at this point in the season? The young guys respond better than anybody. I mean, they're they're crushed after a loss. You know, they're truly heartbroken, but they um, there's a little bit of the youth that they're able to turn the page a little bit quicker. You know, they are playing, which is, um, you know, is pretty fulfilling, I think, for those guys. And they're, they're soaking up all the coaching that they get because they're starting to see – uh, the growth and they're starting to see success come from it. So uh, especially the young guys, they're really eager to go back to work and go mm -hmm. get another week under the belt. Coach, let's take a quick timeout. Coming up next, we'll preview Enid as we travel on the road this Friday night to take on the Plainsman. You're watching Inside Tiger Football, brought to you by Rib Crib. 
Tulsa Bone and Joint, Northeast Oklahoma's sports medicine experts. We are pleased to help you and the athletes in your life with a number of surgical and non-surgical options. Tulsa Bone and Joint is proud to serve as team orthopedist for local high schools such as Broken Arrow, Owasso, Sepulpa, Kasha Hall, and Bishop Kelly. We're also proud to be team orthopedist for FC Tulsa. Tulsa Bone and Joint, moving life forward. <laughs> Your side hustle keeps you moving. We'll help you get where you really want to go. TTCU Federal Credit Union. Life is better in balance. For families who like to build their wealth while staying liquid, we have flexible rate CDs to keep your funds working hard, even when you're not. First National Bank of Broken Arrow. The right balance. At Ascension St. John, you'll find advanced heart care, brain and spine care, and personalized cancer care. And we excel just as much in the things that can't be measured. Listening more closely, caring more compassionately. Welcome back to Inside Tiger Football. I'm Dan Hawk alongside head coach Josh Blankenship. Remember, it's brought to you by Rib Crib. We now hit the road to take on Enid, a team that just faced Westmore last week. And coincidentally, you guys just faced them not that long ago as well. So plenty of game tape to look at. What do you see on film when you look at Enid? Uh, they're a dangerous group, uh, like everybody we play. Um, they, they've got a couple quarterbacks that can sling it around. Uh, they do like to spread it out and throw it quite a bit. Uh, there's a little bit of uh, Coach Rashawn Woods, who was there previously. There's still a little bit of flavor of that on offense. Um, they'll mix it up and do some goofy stuff as well. They'll get in some, you know, people have different names for it, Ninja, Swinging Gate, uh, not just down on two-point area, but, you know, in the middle of the field. Um, so they'll do some really creative stuff that you it just forces you to prepare for a lot of things. Um, and then defensively, they they run that uh, Coach Holly defense uh, that he was here for a year, uh, has made famous over at Stillwater, but um, kind of the, we call it minnow bucket, you know, a bunch of guys just moving around and then boom, they've got their gaps and assignments. Um, but it's kind of a chaos type of walk around, uh, which is, uh, you've got to be sound on offense. You got to stick with your rules. You can't chase ghosts and and all the eye candy. Um, so it's definite challenge. You add that to the road trip and going over there and playing uh, over at Enid, um, you know, and traveling a young group over there to do that. Uh, so the challenge is big, um, but like always, we're excited for it and ready to go. It seems kind of like on offense and defense, from what I've been able to see, it's kind of like a basketball offense and defense. Is mm -hmm. that the way you kind of see it on tape where there's just so much movement yeah. all over the place? A lot of movement, um, kind of a big play mentality. Um, you know, a lot of the defenses that we've seen have kind of been a bend but don't break, try to keep it all in front of you, contain it. Um, they're more of a home run or home run the other way. You know, it's kind of a live and die by the big play. Um, seems to be the case offensively, too. You know, they'll do some stuff that looks like three yards in a cloud of dust, but that'll kind of tinker out, and then it's uh, shots, you know, and then they'll hit one shot, and they'll kind of get a little life, and 
that's the bulk of their offense has been, you know, big plays as opposed to consistently, methodically moving down the field. They did get some points in the fourth quarter. They got 14 against Westmore, so it's a team that can score even late in right. a ball game. And, it, you know, they scared a little bit out of Westmore there. They didn't come back. But, I mean, how do you teach the guys, hey, we got to contain all four quarters. This team could still come back to haunt us. Yeah, that's not our issue right now. I mean, we've played every game until the fourth quarter. Um, you know, we haven't been in in a – um, a game that we had wrapped up uh, outside of Southmore. You know, it's been one of those that uh, either we're still trying to get out there and get reps and get better, uh, you know, or it's we're still trying to win the game all the way down to the last play. So um, that's not – that hadn't been an issue for us. Our young guys know that if there's there's clock on the board still rolling that uh, we're still playing football. And um, that piece I'm not concerned with at all. Special teams, that could come a factor in this because they, they obviously played well against Westmore. How do you envision that playing out this Friday? Always want to be sound. I mean, uh, if when you're not sound, it costs you. When you are sound, big things can happen. Um, but, uh, you know, our expectations always be sound, have the best 11 out there that we can put out there for special teams. Coming out of the end here, as far as the regular season goes, it, coming into the playoff mode, mm -hmm. what do you teach the boys at this point? Or do we just look at it regular season and then focus on it? How do you break it all down for me? Yeah, uh, we, we talk about it all year. Now, it's a, there's a big picture, um, you know, with the immediate – being in the front, um, you know, the immediate is going one and oh, you know, it's uh, it's you can't start counting up record. You can't start counting up uh, all the possibilities. Uh, we'll count it all up when it's done, you know, so it's one one day at a time, one game at a time. As cliche as that is, you have to have that mentality. But one of the things that's always been a piece of what, what we believe in our in our program is that we're playing our best football going into this time of year. Um, you know, that's been a challenge with all the, the change in personnel with injuries. Um, but I believe we are and we will be. Um, you know, I think this is a big week for us um, uh, to really get some rhythm um, on in every phase, um, you know, and then not looking ahead, but looking ahead, you know, you've got uh, two more games before the playoffs starts. So not only playing our best football the next three weeks going into the playoffs, but uh, making the playoffs, first of all, um, and then uh, having the best seed possible. Um, you look at the potential matchups that obviously there's crossover to the mm -hmm. other district and, um, I would be excited to play any of those teams first round and then, you know, just getting into the getting into the tournaments the first thing. And then, you know, once the tournament starts, then you know, you can see a lot of magic happen and, and we're always gonna bank on that being a possibility. I know you're looking at Enid game tape, but do you kinda yeah. like sprinkle a little bit of everybody because you kinda looking ahead? Yeah, you don't you don't have to, um, because you know, you're playing common opponents. So like even if you're studying their defense, you you're aware of what the other offense is doing. You know, if you're studying that offense, you're aware of what that other defense is and so you get even though there's probably zero intentionality, I think uh, our all of our coaches are a little um, you know, superstitious about, you know, looking ahead. Like, and we're, we're far from being good enough to be doing that anyway. So that's not a, a temptation, but it'd be naive to, to say that we're not aware of what everybody else is capable of because they're, they're on your computer screen every day. Are you a superstitious guy? No, I'm a routine guy. So it's not it's not the superstition. So the same sandwich every game, like the same meal, or do you mix it up? That type of thing. Okay. You know, it's uh it's not a superstition. It's just I I love routine. I think that's uh, a comfort level, and 
more than anything. And I'm, I'm really not rattled if I get out of it, but, but if I can protect it, I want to protect the same thing with my team, you know, as much as we can protect routine, I want to protect routine. So if something happens positive, do you keep the same routine going into that? Or do you mix that routine up for the next time? Uh, it just depends. Was it an experiment or was it something, you know, that accidentally happened or was it, was it uh, planned and we loved it, you know? So I'm flexible, um, but you know, protecting routines is the generic thing more than superstition. Well, Coach, I appreciate you stopping by for Inside Tiger Football brought to you by Rib Crib. Remember, Madison Deldine will be on the sideline. Devin Johnson will be in the booth with me as we'll have our coverage with Enid and Broken Arrow this Friday night. Next time we see you, go Tigers.